Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Robertson and welcome to the Wildly Being Podcast, a space where inspiration and connection meet, where we drop the veil, feel the feels, and talk about this journey we call life. Whether it's personal wellness, what's happening on our planet, dating and relationships, spirituality, and everything in between, we'll navigate it all one conversation at a time. Thanks for being here. This is for the wild ones. It's your host, Nikki, and welcome to the second episode of Nightcap. I am so happy to be here in this month of December in the year 2020. I actually cannot believe that it's the end of the year. I mean, obviously, going through this pandemic this last part of the year, well, since March really, has gone by so fast. I don't even know what's happening half the time, but here we are, and we're still here to tell our stories. As the holidays are here, I've been thinking a lot about things, um, a lot about the spirit of the holiday and what that means to people. And there's always, ever since I was growing up, I've always felt this magic of the season. And it's there. It's there if you look hard enough. Christmas is going to be a lot different this year. A lot of us are not going to be able to be spending it with family. Um, it'll be spending it with different people, building new traditions, and using that Zoom platform that we all have this year. I mean, that company is doing really well. <laughs> and it's such a great tool. So I'm really thankful to be able to at least see my family on video on Christmas. Going into the season is always a tough one because we all have different situations. We have different things going on, different struggles. There are things that maybe we feel pressured to do or maybe not to do. But I feel like sometimes in this season, it's it's just a a need to be everywhere. And I feel like it's just, we all just need to be good to ourselves in whatever way that looks. You know, some are going to have family close by and some won't. You know, some are alone. And like any day, Christmas is a great time to reflect on what you have already. Obviously, we, we realize some people don't even have the basic essentials of life, you know, shelter, food, warmth. So at the end of the day, it really is about the spirit, not the amount of gifts. I'll certainly miss being home this year. I've pretty much gone home for Christmas every year except for one year when I lived in Banff. So this is technically my second year not being home, but staying home is doing my part and I'll do anything to help us get to the next stage of whatever new normal that we're we're going into in 2021 and whatever that looks like. And I do hope this finds you being around someone that you love in any capacity, but sometimes people don't even have that. So it is about the spirit of giving and it is about the spirit of compassion. One of my favorite things to do at Christmas is watch some of the classics, obviously. Um, A tradition in my family is usually to watch National Lampoons on Christmas Eve. Um, My papa and I really enjoyed that movie and I would listen to him snicker away watching it while also turning up the volume to drown out the kitchen activity because my parents have um, 
kind of like a one level home and they would be busy in the kitchen making dinner and we'd be trying to watch the movie and it was kind of ironic because it the movie had all this chaos and yet there was all this chaos going on in my house um and it, it again it's it's a tradition and, and traditions are so special and and they can be whatever you want them to be that's the beauty of that and one of the things i really wanted to to really just talk about is is just things that are happening in your local communities that you can take part in you know you're in the place to do this giving back is 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 a huge thing and it doesn't necessarily always mean to to donate which donating is a really good thing to do but there are all sorts of ways that you can give back but i did want to highlight some local organizations in vancouver anyways there there's definitely some in every community but i live in vancouver so these are some that i'm going to be talking about but just organizations that are really stepping up and and doing good things and into the covenant house and covenant house you know they meet the basic needs of youth who are experiencing homelessness through you know providing a nourishing meal a shower clean clothes medical attention and a safe place to sleep it's a great organization Um, I've done some volunteering in the past that has helped them in some ways Um, and even you know participating in other events as well like I, I volunteered once for Blanket Drive BC where we collected all these blankets and and sent them off to various organizations you know you just think about like an extra blanket in your house and what that could mean to someone else so that's always a good way to to give back to is just by looking in your closet obviously it wouldn't be me without mentioning your local animal shelters um any kind of rescue organization you know the SPCA we've got tons of other rescue organizations here as well big and small We've got the Cat Cafe, there's Katoro. They all work with rescues um, to help our our little fur angels find forever homes and get them the medical attention they need. There's also one other one. I volunteered for this organization uh, about a year ago and it's called the Urban Native Youth Association. And they help Indigenous youth connect with culture, build confidence and skills and reach their fullest potential. And contributions to them can make it possible for for the association to engage more Indigenous youth and provide them with culturally relevant services and support and create space for those young people to thrive. I was a youth mentor for a year, almost a year, and it was a very, very rewarding experience. Um, I learned so much and there, it made me realize that there's so much more to learn. So that is an incredible organization to look into in Vancouver. And also, in the spirit of it not really being about gifts, there are many ways that you can give back and ways you can give back if you are going to be buying gifts is to support your local small businesses. I mean, the, obviously those are in every community and they really, really value your support and every purchase you make is is towards them and their livelihood and, and what they can what they can do to make the business better and supports their families. So that's always really important. But also there's many ways to give back that doesn't cost a thing. And it can be like, I don't know, creating a music playlist for someone. I mean, I'm very, I'm obsessed with music. Let's just get that straight. But making a playlist just so personal and you can just cater and pick songs for someone that you think that they would love or songs that remind you of them. That is the power of music right there. If you like to bake, you can bake goodies and treats. I mean, who's going to turn down baking? Uh, Hello, happy Christmas. 
there's also photos. We take tons and tons and tons of photos and we have them on our phones or on our computers and you could print them out, get them framed, give them to your friends. And then there's also just the good old DIY projects like Hello Pinterest. Pinterest is like the DIY mecca of ideas. So there's lots of things you can do if you're feeling like you know, if you don't have the resources or the finances, there's always things you can do to to give someone a little special something this time of year. So yeah, this time of year is is it's it's always been a favorite of mine. Like I I swear I thought you know I would be having literally the Griswold house. I thought you know all the lights, all the trees. It's just the magic of it. I I just I'm obsessed with it. But I'm gonna leave off with a feel good story that I came across. And I'm going to share a little bit about it with you. So it goes back to Nova Scotia. And here it goes. So it's when local Nova Scotia carpenter Kelly McCann was inspecting his neighbor Jane McClare's cottage where she lives in Mill Cove, Nova Scotia. Mill Cove is a small community which is just outside of Halifax. While he was inspecting her cottage, he noticed the corner of her house appearing to look lower, like almost sinking. After discovering other areas of the house in desperate repair, he thought to himself, these things started to make me think, you know, you've got to just quit living for yourself and every day of your life and be thinking about how can I help someone else. So Kelly decided to bring in a few local experts to see if the home could be salvaged. And after realizing it was next to impossible, he canceled any plans that that were being drawn up. He rallied up a few other people and began putting together brochures to hand out to friends to see if anyone would be interested in helping rebuild the house. And after being on Facebook, it made it to local radio, and things started to happen from there. An excavator was donated, new appliances were purchased and donated, and soon the project was underway, all with volunteers. Kelly still isn't sure how he found the time to lead the build, but he's pretty happy with how, with how things turned out. I just read that and I just thought that was like a truly heartwarming story. I mean, he just was looking at his neighbor's house and he noticed that something was off. And then, you know, he wanted just to have it looked at. Um, The woman who owns the house, Jane, she's a teaching assistant and she didn't have a lot to go around. So she, you know, wasn't really asking anybody for anything. And she didn't even realize that her house was in that in that state at the time. So it just goes to show that, you know, we don't all have the resources to kind of do these things, but it's just like the simplest thing, you know, noticing a neighbor's faulty step or something like that. It's just kind of the greater good of of humanity on a daily basis. So I just wanted to kind of share something feel goody. I mean, there's so many feel good stories, but um, my, my uncle Glenn, my aunt's husband posted that and I saw that story and it was just amazing. So I wanted to share it. But to everybody... From my heart to yours, I am wishing you all a very happy holiday. Next episode will be releasing on December 28th, and then it will be followed by a New Year's message. And then I'm going to be taking a couple of weeks off to work behind the scenes on some content. So I'm going to take a couple of weeks off in the new year and just kind of work on some extra stuff for the podcast that I've had ideas for, but I just need time to kind of prep and... That will be that. So I'm sending you all so much love and I'm wishing you a happy solstice, which is tomorrow, first day of winter. 
beautiful. So yeah, sending you all some love and wishing you all a very happy holiday and I will see you guys soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or find us on Instagram at the wildly being pod. If you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, I would love it if you could share it. Simply screenshot it in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories and don't forget to tag us. Lastly, if you feel called to do so, I would love your support. If you could take a moment and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be forever grateful. I'll see you next time.